Comedy Club is back. Every time you say that, it's like we were gone for a long time, but it's not the truth. I know, but I want to get the people excited because Comedy Club is back. Man. Comedy Club's back, mofos. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. It is Hunter Davenport with me as always, returning from PAX East. Frank Stetson. That's right. Your champion of game development is back from the floor of that, PAX East. That's right. He's here, folks. Fear him. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna cover PAX East. We're gonna talk some news stories. There is news. Uh, talk about some games. I played a couple of indie games. I'm excited to talk about. Um, and a lot of Kingdom Hearts I played too. I'm oh, very yeah? excited about oh, yeah. talking about. I gotta that. catch up in that regards. I, I do too. Game. I I'm kind of pacing myself on our, my Kingdom Hearts playthrough because it there's just so much of it. Oh yeah. So that, that I have to play it at like a snail's pace. But I'm <laughs> enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I would hope so. Yeah. But we'll get into that. In our next segment, but for now, we're going to hit that PAX East news. Let's, let's talk PAX East, man. Man, PAX East was a whole different animal this year, I gotta tell you. Okay, so we went on hiatus last year. No surprise. Uh, yeah, there. that's. And you know, March shocking. 2020 had a bunch of big vendors pull out last minute, so the floor was a little empty in March 2020. We're like, okay. Whatever. I still can't believe people went in March, I'm going to be honest. Or February 20. It was February 2020. Yeah, it was fe- I can't believe they still went in February, to be honest. And especially uh, it was that. Great. Really? So good. Interesting. I enjoy the hell out of it. But then this year, this, let me tell you, there was space. Like, you know the whole yeah. idealism of, you know, white space is good for web pages? That was the idea for PAX East this year. Your largest gaming vendors were Gearbox and Focus Entertainment. I saw they had a Gearbox event. Some sort of, that Randy spoke at. Oh, they did? I didn't even notice yeah. that. I didn't see that. Or he was like, I'm kind of a Hollywood guy now. I'm like, are you Randy? Are you are you are you Hollywood dude? I totally missed that. I didn't think anyone was doing any events this year. I, I saw <laughs> a few kinda key moments from that where I guess they announced Tales from the Borderlands 2, which we'll talk about once we get into the news. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, that's where that announcement came from? Yeah. Oh man, Pexies. I totally missed that. <laughs> I was there on Thursday too. They must have done it on Thursday. Yeah. Early though. I didn't get there till late on Thursday. We kind of slept in. Whoops. Yeah. Tell me about how what how was Paxis overall though? Like, did you enjoy? I really enjoyed Paxis. Like, it, it felt with the more emphasis on the indie game devs, it just felt more intimate. And it felt cleaner almost. It didn't feel quite as compact as it usually is because there's just so much space everywhere. I cannot emphasize the amount of space the Expo Hall floor has in it this year. And people will be like. Oh, PAX East is dead. The big vendors aren't coming in. We're not getting like, no, this is a good thing. Like those big gaming companies, they have their events. They do what they do at the the big big well, shows. Well, now they have Summer Games Fest and Game Awards. That's... Well, like even like TGS, you know, GDC, yeah. all those ones. This is very much like indie game devs trying to get in. If they don't have publishers yet, they're trying to get publishers. They're showing off their games. They're doing things. They're talking to the people. They're really getting into it. And I, I really, really enjoyed that. Like. Uh, Focus Entertainment I went to go hang out at because Hunter's like, oh, hey, uh, Evil West is there and there's playable? You should check that out. I'm like, I don't even know what this game is, but now that Hunter's talked about it, yeah. I gotta go check it game out. Game's cool as fuck looking. But, like, the, what was nice about PAX East is that, like, I was in line for way too long because uh, I didn't see that booth on Thursday, so whoops me. Uh, but, like, the game dev just comes over and he's like, yeah, this is what the game is about. This is, like, kind of what we're going for here. You know, let me know what you think at the end. I'm like, hell yeah, dude, absolutely. Let's get into this. 
Uh, Evil West is great. We'll get into that like way yeah, down here. We're talking about really all excited. the games we play. I'm really excited for this game. <laughs> but PAX East felt great. Like, it, this is the biggest surprise. Like, Intel had the largest space on the floor. That's it was massive. Pretty crazy. Yeah, like three large booth spaces. Intel's just like, yeah, we're we've got this. Like, here's all our computers. Here's some other stuff. To check out. Check out all the cool things here, there, and everywhere. It was just great. I loved it. Uh, the indie de- game dev space is fantastic as always. Uh, Tiny Build and Devolver were like probably the two other biggest publishers there. Honestly, uh, and it was just it was just nice. It's intimate. I, I cannot emphasize enough the how good it feels to go to Paxis and just sit down with some of these smaller game devs and just sit and play their games while they're watching you and kind of doing their thing. And it's just nice. It's really cool. And obviously, like, the tabletop area was just raring going. They were doing their own thing. And there's these huge spaces. They were driving some food trucks into the Expo Hall floor yeah, for once. Yeah, so there you go. There was four food trucks just chilling there. It was great. One thing I love about Boston is the food. There's so much good food there. <laughs> oh, my God. They do the food trucks outside the west yeah. side every Ooh. year. Oh, we got Roxy's. They're so good. Oh. Cannot say no to Roxy's. And, uh, oh, there's there's an Excedrin booth there this year. A what? Yeah, Excedrin. Excedrin had a booth on the floor for Gaming Healing. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Are we talking about the same Ascedron? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. 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 They're there. They're uh, like, come on down, Ascedron, dear. You, uh, and they had you do a little survey, like, yeah, you know, where, where are your pain points when you're playing games? How long are you setting your screens for? Uh, this have, feels like homework. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a six question survey. Oh, and so. God, what's nice about Paxis is also what you get the bad things about Paxis because like you get the really good yeah. part of the gaming community, then you get the dumb fuckheads of the gaming community, yeah. and we definitely experienced some of those. Yeah, for sure. And I hate those people. They're always, they're always there. But the cosplay was fucking fantastic. Hell yeah. Oh man, it was so good to like see cosplay in the flesh again. Oh god, I saw some real solid tiny Tina's walking around, like they made themselves look all cell shaded and stuff. It was really cool. I'd say the most popular cosplay I saw was Jinx. I definitely saw about four or five yeah. Jinxes kicking with, around. With Arcane just happening, I, I assume that there's always Jinx cosplayers now. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gearbox, their uh, time to play games was really small, unfortunately. Uh, and I didn't feel like jumping back in to check out some of their other games. I'm like, I'm going to play these games anyway. It's like, whatever. Uh, so I actually like, got into line on Thursday to do Gearbox. Like, first thing I did, I was like, I was playing super short, jump in, wait 15 minutes, great. Check out Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, because I haven't touched it before. Let's see, we'll see what, it, what the updated feel looks like. So like, I got in, it's from the start, it's like, okay, oh, oh, I'll watch the intro video, why not? Oh, yeah, I'll do, uh, make a player real fast, do some more intro video stuff, great. And as I'm about to play, they come over and say, time's up, and I'm like, but I just, I just got control of the, I can't even play, uh, okay, fine, I guess I'll go. <laughs> so that was a bit of a bummer. Yeah. But other than that, it was great. Oh, God. I just love trying all new games and writing lists and adding stuff to my wish list and finding stuff that's already out that's being showed up. Oh, it's just a good time. I just love it so much. So good. So good. Hell yeah. Um, you know, I, I kind of miss conventions. Haven't been to one in a while. You know, love to go to PAX some sometime. Hell Check yeah. Check that out. Do a full comic club coverage, maybe from the floor. Probably not. Ooh. That'll probably never happen, but we'll see. Uh, and as always, you know, panels were, you know, hit or miss. There was a lot of, like, late-night gaming trivia panels. Like, that was the after 6 o'clock, like, big thing that happened, like, two nights in a row. I don't know about Saturday and Sunday. I didn't look that far. But, like, Friday night, there was a guy doing, like, Nintendo, Like, double Nintendo, Like, based off, like, the Nickelodeon game show. 
that's so th- that's pretty funny. They would do like questions, go back and forth, and they do like a digital challenge. But it was like, um, oh god, remember that old arcade game show that was on Nickelodeon? Yes. Oh, I cannot yep. remember the name. I know, I know exactly. I see, see in your mind though. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He had like that like level of challenge games, going, yep. like those old '90s games, chilling. It was great. It was really fun. But then like, there were two more trivia gaming things last night, and I'm like. You okay, Paxis? You got anything else going on Saturdays and Sundays? <laughs> so it was a bit of a, a surprise. And then like, we checked out one of the speed runs at the speed run stage. Those are always going. That was cool, too. I'm sure they'll find their footing again. It's just a matter oh, of time sure. now. I would love it if it would stay this size. Sure. I don't think it will, which is kind of a bummer. I wish they'd have more variety in who's there, though. Honestly. What do you mean? Because I feel like it's always... I always hear about Gearbox. They're always there. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, that's what the indie game dev section's for. Yeah, like, exactly. It's just, it's just a, 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 a like a, a rabbit's nest of just. And I'm glad that that's developers there. Upon developers upon developers, yeah. I'm glad that that's there because that that isn't important. Like people need to show their games. Um, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. The conventions are cool. They're fun. Yeah, they're. That was I'm glad cool. they're kind of back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the other big series, like I kind of kept forgetting about them because I never went over there, was Larian Studios. Behind Baldur's Gate oh. 3. They were there. They had like a whole castle thing going. Nice. It was pretty cool. I didn't walk into that one. I'm I like, w- oh, it's that game. I wish I liked Baldur's Gate 3. I have it, and I'm not a big fan. I was like, yeah, if I want to check that out, just go home and download it. Yeah, it's honestly. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> like, maybe they made more improvements. Ma- yeah, maybe. It was like a Lego tiny build section. There's, there's cool. Of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I never went over to that, though. All right, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, there is variety. It is moral story here. Also cool vendors everywhere. Cool stuff. We got some great t-shirts. My girlfriend really liked uh, getting some swag. So she got lots of pins yesterday. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Really, really cool. But my problem is with the vendors as with any festival, yep. convention, any of the stuff. It's like, all this stuff is marked up to hell. <laughs> Unless yep. you find like someone's like... An independent studio who hawk, who's hawking their wares from like their Etsy store or something, which we did. We did find one of those yesterday, and that was awesome. Like, oh, these T-shirts are great. Like, I got a Haruku Harahara versus the World shirts. Yeah, I was like, right. this is badass. I need this in my life. I was like, I'm not gonna find that anywhere else online. Like, Hell yeah, that's great. But like the generic stuff, like, oh, we've got gaming posters and import games. I'm like. I don't know. No, I'm good. But thanks. <laughs> like, I'll find this stuff online cheaper yeah, elsewhere. I'm sure, there's a. I'm sure they have like a website where you can get that stuff for cheaper. Right. Right. Exactly. No, like I don't have to carry it out. Great. Doing good. Overall, Paxis, great. Uh, I wish it would stay this small every year because holy shit, my life is improved by not being compacted like sardines with everyone else on the fucking floor. Yep. Like it. It was just a marked human morale and health improvement to have that much space exactly. everywhere. <laughs> you know? So, as much as I would love it for that to be the case moving on, I'm sure it won't be. Yeah. Which would be a damn shame. But, maybe? Maybe I'll get lucky next year? Ah? We'll ah? see. We'll see. It we'll seems see. like things are starting to pick back up again. So, you know, it's possible. Right? Yeah. And Thursday, oh God, Thursday is the day. It's so quiet. Like, you walk in on Friday, like, wow, they are just... There's just so many more people here compared to Thursday. Yep. And then I was like, I will never do Saturdays again. I've done a couple of Saturdays. I hate it. It's so busy. That was my that was my RTX RTX experiment experience too. Was the first day we get there packed. Second day a little bit more manageable. Right. 
I'm like, I want that sweet Thursday Sunday sandwich badge. Exactly. Like, give me that. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like going to Disneyland. You know, you gotta you gotta plan out your days. You know, right? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it was good. Good times. I didn't do any like after show like extra stuff off the you know way off in the world. Um, I think Sam Adams had some sort of launch while I was out. Sam there. Adams? Yeah. <laughs> they do, do like doing a beer launch that yeah. I had a buddy tell me about. I'm like, eh, it I'm is, okay. It is Boston, so I get it. Right. I get it. But usually you you have a lot of these like slightly bigger game devs having uh, events off the show floor. Yeah. Uh, like Bethesda usually does Bethesda game days uh, in a hotel I kind of wish they were there. <laughs> yeah, they were not, though. Yes, me I, too, buddy. I, me I, too. I would have loved that. I was uh, like, give me that on-hand Starfield experience, yeah. please. So it was really it's com- Dude, it's coming. It's got to be coming at this point. Oh, for sure. They haven't said anything about the release date, so they got to have something coming. Summer Games Fest. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Be, I think you're right. Now that, now that E3's dead, I think that is where it's going to be. E3 is super dead, by the way. Yeah, it is. Like, dead for dead. Dead for days. Well, dead for years. I do think someone will try to use the E3 corpse at some point. Yeah, Jeff Keighley will. But <laughs> what we know is E3 is dead. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Kind of. I'm a little, like I said, I'm a little depressed about it. But we got, we got, we got other avenues, baby. We sure do. All those online avenues. That's Thank right. you, Nintendo. <laughs> God, it, it, for them it's like an E3 every like every season. Kind right. of. They have their big, they have their big direct. They're like, here's what's coming this half of the year. What's coming? And then here's what's coming next half of the year. Right. And it's good. Do not wait for that. It's the best. <laughs> did Nintendo inadvertently kill E3 just decades before? Yes. It was a slow death. It did. Yeah. It was a poison pill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're so good at what they do. I love it. Yes. Oh, I love it. Well, except when it comes to labor practices. Womp, womp. Yeah. All that stuff came out when I was down at PAX, so I actually haven't read anything about it yet, but I saw the headlines today, and I was like, oh, Nintendo, why? I'm sure I'm sure it'll be less like awful, like the Activision stuff, because we haven't really been talking about but the Activision stuff has continued to be awful. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's just like, oh, just another check mark on Activision being assholes. Yeah, Bobby Kotick's a terrible human being. Gotcha. Um, Although... The uh, NLRB did go ahead and okay the Raven Software uh, Labor uh, Good. Union. Good. So now that vote's going ahead this month. Good. Good. So now Activision and, and or Microsoft are both like, mm, now we got to deal with this. Yeah. Microsoft's going to deal with it no matter what. Yeah. Like that's, at this point, they're, uh, you know, Phil Spencer's going to ha- either have a union or not have a union. And I think he's going to have a union. Yeah. The way things are looking, he's going to have a union. I think we're, the unions are going to start happening. Every, we've talked about this a million times. Yep. And we're going to talk about it a million times more because it's just going to keep popping up every month. And this Nintendo, the Nintendo news makes me think that we're right and it's going to snowball. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Big time. Oh, for sure. For sure. But how about some happier news moving on here? Did you know Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga? Just, have you looked at any of the sales numbers yet? I have not. Give me a guess for how many number of units have sold in the first week. I'm going to say 5 million. Under that. Okay, 4 million. 3 million units. That's pretty good. That's still really good that's for a still, Star Wars game. That's still a lot of fucking money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're killing it. TT is killing I it. I want to play this game so bad. They're killing it as much as they killed the developers in the just Oh, <laughs> oh God. And then throw that little zinger in there. There's no ethical consumption anymore, is there? I mean, no, not really. 
But yeah, it's just, I mean, not really that surprising because, like, the Lego Star Wars games were beloved for years. And then, like, the last one they made before this was The Force Awakens, like, six years ago. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of, like, went into hibernation for a while because I was like, ooh, that wasn't really our thing. We're not, we don't really love that. Yeah. So, like, uh, how about we just put out this, like, Magnus Opus of Skywalker Saga and just wait and just kill it with this. And it was like, yeah, okay, 30 playable characters, they all have the talent trees, like, different game modes. Yeah, we're down for this. Across nine movies? Yeah, that's absolutely. So no surprise that Lego Star Wars is just killing it. Yep. Because you've got the original audience that came from the PS2 Star Wars era, i.e. us. Yep. Us uh, millennial 30-year-olds and such. And then you've got the newer gen being like, oh, all those guys have kids now. And they're going to want to make their kids play those games while they also play them. Yeah. Let's kill it. Yeah, and now 2K Games is going to make them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they sure are. So, hope you're ready for Lego Racing. Honestly, Lego Racing does sound kind of dope. Like, the idea of make, 2K making a racing game doesn't really bother me, especially with Lego, because that means, like, they can do so much with that. Yeah, that would be, like, Disney's little dumb race kart racer they were releasing, honestly. I'm still going to play that. <laughs> I'm still going to play it. That and the other one. The other Disney game that's coming yeah, biggest global Lego game launch ever. 3.2 million units in two weeks. Now, you know, I actually, you know, I think it is kind of a good thing that it's getting out of Warner Brothers' hands at least because I feel like there's not a lot of variety in what, what like Star Wars games. Like, like, they can make Star Wars and Marvel games. So I'm sure that, that was a deal they had before they were under the Warner Brothers banner. Right. But it seems to me like the IPs that they use for the, the Lego games are, could be a little more variable now. Hey, remember there was a Hobbit one that nobody liked? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 all this to say, I really want a Lego Muppets game because <laughs> there's not enough Muppets games. There might be a reason for that. Not a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because they weren't good to begin with. Dude, I, I, I found... I, I'm, try, I'm, I'm putting together a Muppet stream. Just a little... Spoiler. A little side stream? Yeah, a little side, like a stream. I'm going to try and play as many Muppets games as possible. How many are there? There's like 11. <laughs> There's 11. There's literally, the Wikipedia page is so sad. It's 11 games. Probably I've never sold one because that's not Muppets thing. I love the Muppets. We need more Muppets games. How many point-click adventure games are there? A couple, actually. Yeah. No. I think it's pretty uh, right for that. There's Muppets Party Cruise. is a Mario Party game. Okay. Um, there's Spy Muppets, where Kermit is James Bond. Okay. It, and then there's Muppets Movie Adventures, came out for PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, God. And that's a platformer. How bad is it? It's bad. Okay. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. Yeah, so you wonder why they aren't making Muppet yeah. mo games. Well, it's not the Muppets' fault. It's just they, it, it, whoever, <laughs> Disney just doesn't give the right developers the Muppets license. Right. Yeah. But not like Games Workshop where they just give it to everybody who wants it? Exactly. <laughs> Someone, Bethesda, make, <laughs> Todd Howard, make a Muppets game. Oh my god. Yeah, can you play, please make an Elder Scrolls Muppets game? Yes. Yeah. That's terrifying. No, it's awesome. You know it's awesome. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Someone, okay, I need someone to make a mod in Skyrim where the dragons are Kermit. It's probably our existence in some form. Isn't Big Bird modded into Skyrim somewhere? Yes. 
Also, you can make the Frost Trolls Sweetums, because he's a big ogre man. Oh, God. I know a lot about Muppets. Anyways. Yeah. Legos. Cool. Killing it. Will this give them more of an opportunity to maybe explore other IPs yeah. after the large sales? I think here? so. Yeah. I think so. What's, uh, what's the next like big one? Okay, you hit Star Wars, right? Star Would it be Marvel? Wars. Marvel. They've done Marvel a couple times. I'd say, you know, Star Trek maybe. They did Marvel a couple times? When was the last time there was a Marvel? Dude, Lego, Lego Marvel 2. Like, how long ago was that? That was like 2016, my guy. Okay, my, six years ago? Yeah, but still. <laughs> that's that's barely recent. It was on the PS4. Okay, I did not consider six years ago fairly recent. It was fairly recent, because I talked about it on my old video game podcast, VGH. We had a whole episode about it. Yeah, it came out 2016, I think. 2017. It's still... Five years ago re- is not recent. It's recent. That is not recent. That is recent. Recent's within two years. They didn't have a Lego game out two years ago, Frank. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's not recent. Lego Marvel Superhero is not recent. This is not a recent game at all. I don't think they would do it again. Honestly. <laughs> you know what a recent game is? Pokemon Legends Arceus. They came out this year. Yeah. Time's weird. <laughs> um, they could do Star Trek that'd be pretty cool Doctor Who we kind of did that in Lego Dimensions Mario Lego Mario just give us Lego is, just make the Lego Metaverse right isn't there a company trying to yeah. do like a big Lego actually I'm actually pretty supportive of that cause like social network thing that could be better than Roblox kids need games to play Oh, and Roblox is like, hey, let me exploit everybody. Yeah, and Roblox is a terrible company. They really are. So, There's another story came out about them like this morning or something. Probably. Terrible company. Terrible company. They're awful. Um, but hey, they've got Kardashian sex tapes on there. Honestly, <laughs> what they could do is like, they could do Lego Disney, they could do Lego Ubisoft if they wanted to. I doubt they will. Oh, Ubisoft. Like that, that... That brand is so kind of yeah. malleable. They can do anything. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's absolutely true. Um, make another Lego City Undercover game. That first one's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Is there another Lego movie coming out here pretty soon or something like that? Or did it already come out? Lego Movie 2 came out, I think, already. Okay. Was I there, think. Was there a game for it? <laughs> yes. I want to say there was. was I never there? saw the first movie, so I don't Dude, it's so funny. Dude, that movie's great. It's oh, got, yeah, that was three years ago. Jesus, I'm bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> time's time's crazy. Time is crazy. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> What's next on the docket, Frank? Uh, how about some game release dates that got announced? Oh, that's that right. That's right. Absolutely nowhere. So not only was Xenoblade Chronicles 3 announced this year, to everybody's surprise, so no one was expecting that to nah, just suddenly gonna... happen. And then I was like, uh, uh, so, like, what if we just release this on July 29th in three months? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh okay. I'm sorry, what? All right. <laughs> uh, Nintendo's just, like, filling that summer summer void pretty good here. With That's them. crazy that it was that far along. <laughs> and, they, and then they just showed it, and they're like, hey, this is coming out in three months. Metroid Dread last year. Same thing. True. That's true. Exact same thing. I actually kind of prefer that. I do too. If we're gonna, because like, like at show, that point you can show more stuff. Did they show gameplay in that trailer? I forget. No, it was. I don't think so. I think it was all in engine though, but it wasn't gameplay. 
yeah, that's a surprise more about them also saying three months away, because that Metro Dread did, release also came with some gameplay. Didn't they play it on the clubhouse, though? Oh, I don't remember. I think they might have. Okay. I don't remember. I, I might be misremembering things. But we'll yeah. have to go back and check that out, but it's just very surprising that this massive JRPG is just coming out this I know. <laughs> I was better than two, because two was not great. I I played through all... I think I've talked about this before. I played through all of one. One's great. One's a great game. It was fine. <laughs> just stunned silence. I didn't. Lo- I don't love the combat in those games. Okay, that's fair. It's it's like a weird mix between. I don't even know. Like it's kind of like turn based wor- slash action RPG. It's worse tails combat. If it, I can describe it that way. It's but it's not even close to tails. Combat, I know tails combat is still active. Yeah. Xenoblade, you're like hit a button and wait for the attack. It's just not. I don't love it. It, it just it feels weird and off to me. I, I, I just I love that game. Does, I mean, is the combat different too at all? A little bit. Is it like uh, more action oriented? Is it more turn based? More actiony, from what I remember. All right, I don't. I don't know. Like I poured 120 hours. Is like I just I hit the grind. I was like, I guess I'm just here now, and because that's what I do with JRPGs. And then I hit the end. I'm like, I don't ever need to play another one of these games. Simulator Two is not good. There's the sword has boobs. It's not great. I mean, you're selling me. <laughs> Give me my sword and boot waifu. It is. Okay, the funniest thing about Xenoblade 2 is it, th- those characters' inclusions in Smash because they're literal swords, and Sakurai was like, oh, we don't, you don't want more sword characters in here? How about a character who's literally a sword? Priya Mariah, right? Priya Mira. Mira, yeah. Like, man. So they're not actual like characters in the game? There are, they are. Oh, okay. They're talking swords. They're sentient swords. But do they have their humanoid form in the game? Yes, they do. But then they turn into swords. But they turn into swords. <laughs> Those games are so fucking anime. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I did not realize how anime those games were until I hit the end of Xenoblade Chronicles like 1. And I was like, oh, I get it now. You're fighting God. The main character is also fucking annoying in 2. <laughs> oh, and then 3 is combining the 1 and 2 worlds. Yeah, is I that think correct? that's neat. That's cool. Because... Were they disconnected before? Were they kind of connected before? Semi, semi disconnected, I think. Uh, like unconf- I never beat two because I got annoyed and stopped. Was it? Is it like unconfirmed connected kind of? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm fairly certain they're connected in some way though. Yeah, well, three is really connecting them. They're like throwing everything in. Yeah, there, okay, I'm gonna play it, but it's gonna. I I really hope it's better. I hope you get on physical so I can borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to buy it. Fair enough. Uh, good times. Good times. But that's coming out this year. You know what else is coming out on July 29th of this what year, Hunter? What is coming out July 29th? Digimon Survive it's fin- finally coming it's out. It's finally happening. This game that has been talked about for how long? I think it's been a game dev for at least three to five years now, if that's not longer. so depressing. I hadn't even heard about it until like last month when you mentioned it to me or I saw it online. Or I, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I hope it's good. It feels like... But it's just, it's a weird mix, right? Visual novel plus strategy. I say that, I just played through all triangle strategy, which is basically the same uh, fucking concept. Because I, I love, I, I love Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Love it with all my heart. It's a great game. I still need to play it. It's so good. It's on my Switch. I stare at it every time I turn it on. Dude, I'm telling you, you need to play it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm uh, gonna. Cyber Sleuth's great. I look at this and I'm like, do I really want to play this? It doesn't look. Because I, lo- I love Digimon. Don't get me wrong. Digimon rules. But. Their games have been a little suspect. Yeah. You know, it's a little disappointing, because, like, there's this really great IP with, like, really good chance to have, like, 
a Pokemon style game. Like follow the Digidestin, be a Digidestin, follow that whole thing. I I don't know, but the games have always felt like they're just a little bit off the mark. Yeah, it's like just do the thing. It's not good, I, you know. At a certain point, just make good games. <laughs> <laughs> just just make good games. Problem solved. Bandai Namco, you are welcome. Clearly, it's not that hard. Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> are they all doing it though? Well, some of them are. Some of them. Let's not do an all thing. <laughs> Elden Ring certainly did it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of computers showing up Elden Ring at PAX. Harder than anyone has ever done it before, it seems. Jesus Christ, yeah. I wonder what those sales numbers are up to these days. Uh, they made a shit zillion bunch, bunch of money. Right, I'm going to look that up real quick. So I'm just intrigued, but it's just like, Digimon, what are you doing? Like, come on. So it's just, those two games come on the same day. It's, it's going to be, obviously it's going to be Xenoblade Chronicles, but I will be interested to see how well the Digimon game also sells slash reviews. In the general sense, yeah, I think it'll do fine. I don't, I don't think Xenoblade Chronicles is gonna dominate the news cycle because it doesn't seem like Xenoblade. Xenoblade's big, but it doesn't seem like it's as big as like Breath of the Wild two. Oh god, not not even close. Xenoblade so, is such a niche gaming. Campaign. I think they have a fighting chance at least. I oh. don't know if they're gonna pull it off. I think so too, only because you know JRPG, massive JRPG, middle of the summer, no one else I, is releasing stuff that time of year. I heard this game has survival game mechanics too, somehow. I am already turned off of it. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know how it's gonna work with the visual novel stuff. I hope the tactics part of it's fun at least. Uh, but yeah, did you want to survive coming out same day as? Wave three. Uh, I don't know. Frank, we talked about this in the Discord, but Splatoon three is coming out nine in, in September. September 9th. Splatoon I'm so 3. excited. Also, just like, oh hey, by the way, here is this release date. Like Nintendo has just been like stealth launching news here, there, and everywhere. Splatoon three, Splatoon two is one of the best multiplayer games of all time, in my opinion. Like I really love that game. Um, I know they're not everyone's cup of tea. Some people are kind of, like, not big into Splatoon. But, like, I think as kind of, like, the Nintendo multiplayer franchise, they knock it out of the park every time. Yeah. Uh, It's not a game series I'm particularly interested in. I just never really did anything for me personally. But it's well-loved. It's well-done. Yeah. Uh, I know when they threw a single-player campaign on the Splatoon 2, people loved it. It was awesome. And now they've got this cool horde mode. Splatoon 3, I don't know. Was there one in Splatoon 2, a horde mode? I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember, honestly. I never. I only played PvP in the single-player campaign. But man, Splatoon is so good. Uh, I love the art style. I love the way the game looks. I love the weirdness of the creator who comes out on, at events and wears, like, lab coats. It's fucking weird. I love them. I just love Splatoon, man. It's so weird because, like, Nintendo's doing the whole, like, Adventure Time thing. Like, whoa, here's a really cutie... Cutie like world, but it's post-apocalyptic and it's terrifying. Yeah, and also there's fish people and mammals now. Apparently, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't fully understand the story, but those the trailers they release are actually kind of creepy. I love them. Splatoon's cool. Yeah, it is. It is true. Put it on PC, Nintendo. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> God, can you imagine Nintendo started putting this stuff on PC? Unmodded. I could see a world where that eventually happens, with uh, with Nintendo's relationship with Xbox. They seem kind of more, kind of relaxed on getting Microsoft stuff onto Nintendo. Right. So maybe eventually Phil Spencer could convince them. 
Um, I see you're still looking up the Elden Ring unit sold. It's oh. it's at twelve million. That's that was in March. Like we haven't gotten an updated for yeah. this month. So I'm just <laughs> I'm 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 assuming it's higher. Yeah, yeah. Which is just nuts. I mean, they made their money back tenfold. Like whatever they do next is gonna be bigger than Elden Ring ever was. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't. You can't. But Splatoon three. It's just it's happening. Just Nintendo has such a good way of just doing things. Yeah. Like, we would just make solid games and, like, oh, here's the release date. Have fun. Yeah, here's Xenoblade. <laughs> just, <laughs> Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. Oh, you like JRPGs? We're reviving this weird cult classic one. But it's $50, though. But it's still coming out. <laughs> crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, like, live alive, right? Yeah, live, live, live. Live, live. Whatever <laughs> fuck it's called. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. It's... I love JRPGs. God. Oh. Oh. Man, this is actually really funny. So, I was in the uh, Focus Entertainment line, right? Yep. I'm talking to the dev about it, and he... he <laughs> the NVIDIA list came up. Oh. In discussion. Oh, because you're talking about uh, Space Marine 2. Yep, yep. That's what it was. Because sp- they were advertising Space Marine 2, but they actually didn't have anything playable there for Space Marine 2. So, like, they made all their banners, they made, like, the sidewalls. Did you ask him if the, the video list was real? <laughs> no, 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 let me, let me get there, let me get there. So, it's like, oh, man, it's really bummed that Space Marine 2 isn't, isn't here. And so, we, we got to talk, I'm like, I was like, so what, like, what prompted, I asked him, like, what prompted you, what, what prompted the team to, like, bring back Space Marine 2 after 10 years? Because it was initially released 2012, right? Like, we just had the right team. Uh, I forget what company, but they have, like, this thing called the Horde Engine, which lets you have, like, hundreds and thousands oh, of enemies. Oh, dude. On, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> on the screen at the same time. So, like, this is a perfect time to do Space Marines with the Terranids and all this and the other thing. Yes, yes. This is exactly what I wanted to hear. Right. And I was like, so, like, how, how did you, you know, what were you thinking? And he's like, you know, we were actually... <laughs> We, you know, we're like, yeah, we're like, oh, well, you know, NVIDIA Leak List, not real, right now. They, but then he, they saw their own game on this list. They saw Space Marine 2 on this list before it was announced. And like, oh, shit, this list is real. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you, I was like, I didn't believe in this at all until, like, Kingdom Hearts 4 is actually announced. <laughs> you saw me like, oh, yeah, we saw the list of games. We saw like, Kingdom Hearts 4 is on the list. And we were actually, like, really excited. We're like, yes, Kingdom Hearts 4 is being announced this year. We're super and it excited. was. <laughs> yeah, and it was. They're so, like... I love the idea of <laughs> so everybody. That came up, yeah. <laughs> it's like a cascading like fountain of people being like, "Oh shit, they actually fucked up super hard." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, "Oh my god, we can't lose time. So like every game out there, like if you haven't thought about it, like they are talking about this list, and they if they oh. see their own games list, they're like, "We know this is a thing. I, this is happening." Like I've I've seen talks of this list. And now I'm looking at what's on there. I'm like, holy shit! There's gonna be a lot of games announced soon. Yeah, soon end of the year. Like Games Fest is gonna be really interesting because I wonder if that's where most of that is going to be. Right. Um, During that summer time period, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It will be crazy to see. Especially with Injustice on there, because like, we don't know what NetherRealm is making next. Because yeah, aren't they? No, uh, I'm thinking of the Marvel Combat team, right? But that yes. is another realm. Yes, it? they make injustice. Yeah, because they're like uh, they're tired of making Mortal Kombat games. <laughs> well, like there was all that rumors of like they're a little they're concerned because they don't know if they're gonna have the DC license with the merger. Right. And I think they will. It's it's honestly I it's starting Which to look like this one? the uh, Discovery and Warner Brothers are merging. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. All the Discovery Plus shows are coming to HBO Max, which is exciting for me because I do like 
Food Network shows a lot. How old are you? I am I 85 years old. I was like, I was sitting next to a boomer every week. I'm Damn. 85 years old. I like cooking shows, man. I like I like I like food. I like eating. I do too. But I like doing other things, not watching other people cook. <laughs> I, I do. I like watching people go to restaurants and they tell me how food is made. All right, welcome to Comic Club with Boomer Hunter. I love and food. Millennial Frank. I love Disney World. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love all these things. I can tell. Um, yeah, but so just think about that. Game devs know the NVIDIA League list is real. That's right. They, they see their own games on it and they all freaked out. Oh, shit. This yeah, is exactly. real. Exactly. That's exactly what like, oh, shit, our game's on there. It's <laughs> a great story. It was really <laughs> funny, actually, when they started talking about that. Yeah. Oh, That man. was good stuff. That was good. So they were cool. They, those guys are actually really cool. Shout out to Focus Entertainment. Y'all are great. Yeah. I'm excited to play Space Marine 2. I liked that first game a lot. Oh, God. I loved it. I crushed it in a weekend because it was like a red box rental or something. It was so good. It was really good. Should go back and play that sometime. They should. Yeah. Maybe I'll stream it. I think I have it. Do you really? I think so. I might. On the 360? No, on Steam. Oh, there you go. I think I might. That would be a good Steam game, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, boy. Do I have a good announcement for you, Hunter? Let's, That's let's right. talk about it. The big... Big game announcement from last week before PAX East, two days before PAX East, that's right, Blizzard had their World of Warcraft expansion announcement event, and to nobody's surprise, motherfucking Dragonflight's coming out at some point. <laughs> Actually made a little dig at themselves, like, ha, yeah, so, this is Dragonflight, me, nobody knew this was coming, right guys? <laughs> let me ask you this, is this an expansion, or is this... It's an expansion. Okay, It good. is a fully okay. fledged expansion, so we are going back to... Pretty much everything players have been asking for is happening in this expansion, okay. but they so still have reasons to explain. This is but. the start of the apology tour before Microsoft buys them. Oh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty All much. Right. So they're like, all right, you want to turn back to Azeroth? That's what we're doing. We're going to go back to the Dragon Isles in Azeroth. I, once the merger happens and Bobby Kotick's no longer the head of Activision, because it's starting to look like he's not surviving this scandal. No, not at all. Um, I want to I wanna try and get into World of Warcraft. Don't do it. It's a trap. I know. It's a trap. Don't do it. Let me warn you. Don't do it. <laughs> I want. I want. I want to know. I want to find out, Frank. Although you're pretty good at flitting in and out of games because you I jumped am. off FF14 D2 pretty quick. Yeah. I, I. I'll go back to D2 eventually. It's just like I'm. I, I'm pretty good at knowing when I'm about to get addicted and stopping. What's that like? Uh, it's freeing <laughs> as hell. It's freeing as hell, dude. Uh, this is actually funny. I noticed my, I got an email from Square Enix last week. They're like, hey, we've re-upped your subscription to FF14. I was like, I haven't touched that game in three months. What the fuck? <laughs> European laws come over to America so they can't do this shit to me anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. MMOs, I, I just kind of, I'm, I'm able to dabble in and then just walk away. I don't have the ability because I'm like, I need to be the, the very best that there ever was. See, here's what you got to do. You got to stop caring. I don't have about, that ability. Yeah. I need to be numbers be big all time. I know, I know, man, but you gotta stop. Am I having Demon Hunter fucking pumps right now, baby? The last MMO that I, I maxed out a character in was RuneScape. No joke. 2007? Yes. Yeah. That was the last time I did it, and I was like, don't need to do this again? Hey, that's fair. <laughs> Every gamer's different. <laughs> I had a friend in game. He's like, yeah, I've got KSM on two characters I'm gonna do for two more. I've got four-piece no. tier on, like, four different no, characters. I'm like, me. you, sir... You're a gamer insane. when it comes to this game. You're insane. Like, this is your thing, and I respect the hustle. Not everyone plays a bunch of different games like we do. That's true. You know? Nobody, you know, I play as many games as possible. Yeah, I'm also on that track right now. Yeah. 
I was hitting Celeste real good while I was sitting in lines at uh, PAX East. I there still is, beat that game. There's a game I can't wait to talk to you about. I get like when we get to it. All right, cool, cool, that cool. That I cool. played today because it came to Game Pass, I think, yesterday. Oh, nice. All right, cannot no, I'm wait. I'm so excited to talk about this game. But yeah, Dragonflight is coming. They are reworking a ton of shit. They are doing full UI changes. So they're like, oh, hey, people really like a bunch of stuff from FF14. How about we just steal, I mean, borrow some of that. Yeah, that's stuff. how they should do it. Yeah, they should do it a while ago. So World of Warcraft is finally revamping their UI after, oh, I don't know, the game came out in 2005, so 17 years ago. Um, what? Yeah. Yep. Even I know that the World of Warcraft UI has not changed in... For, yeah, since it started. Yeah, so they're finally changing their fucking UI after 17 years. They're like, oh yeah, you'll be able to move around your UI pieces. I'm like, so you're taking the entire UI interface from FF14 and be like, maybe we should do that. Yes. So like, rip every mod and add-on that does that. Sorry, those creators uh, get new money streams. So that's good for the community, bad for the modders, uh, which is fantastic. Yep. There's a new playable race slash class coming. Okay. There's a new playable race called the Drakthir, Dragon People. It's a whole thing that, like, definitely wanted to create these chromatic well, so dragons. Dragonborns from, from D&D. Kind of, yeah, basically. Okay, right. But they can only be one class, called the Evoker class. What do they do? So this is a... They evoke things? <laughs> no. This is a mid-range caster class slash healing class, but they use all five magic aspects, which is bonkers. Okay, so no other class does that? No. Nope. What are the, so what are the magic aspects, if you don't ask me that? So they've got the red, uh, red, blue, green, bronze, black. Okay. Dragonflights. And they're, they're using classes of magic from all five. Oh, so it's like how there's red mages and blue mages. Yeah. And, okay. Fire mages, frost so, mages. Arcane. So they, they don't have the, like, the, the barrier between them. They're no, just they're like, just... I'm going to cast Cure and also Flare. Yeah, basically. Basically. I, mean, I like to describe them as, you know the Magic the Gathering decks that uses all five colors? Oh my god. That is this class. That's always insane. Yeah. <laughs> but they're actually, they're adding a little bit of a, a Wildstar aspect to them, if you ever played that MMO, where some of your uh, abilities are going to be action-based. So like if you, Okay, that is actually genius. Yeah, so if you hold down a button, the spell will be charged to a higher you're start, level. You're starting to get me, Frank. Right? <laughs> so this is like, all right, this is kind of cool. Start, Frank, we might have to get into <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, we? I'm already there. I mean, I'll, I'll have to get into <laughs> So that's really cool. I like they're here They've got all these new areas, and they've got this thing like built in right away called dragon riding. Like everyone gets their own dragon, and like okay, you just you just start, and like it's a more active flying. So let me ask you this: Are they going to introduce an in absolutely fucked housing system, like in FF14? They're not sure about that because they <laughs> really an in-game housing system is a huge. Huge amount of work. Have you seen? Out. Have you seen the crazy news stories coming out about that? Uh, how, not really. How FF14 has created a housing crisis in its own game. That sounds about right. <laughs> it's, like it's nuts. Like, uh, like all these weird problems MMOs have are fascinating to me. Like there was that there was like a pandemic in WoW for a little bit. Mm -hmm. There was like the housing crisis in FF14. There's crazy shit. The FF14 was bothering my mind because, like, I get server space is a thing, but, like, you have a literal lottery for housing yeah. and apartments. Yeah. And it's just like, how much money can you pour into this? And, and even that's not a perfect solution. No. It's nuts. It's, it's, it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Discord, calm down. It's just, it's just weird. 
so I don't think player housing is coming to World of Warcraft anytime soon because it is a huge it amount is. of time. And, and it's investment. also a lot of server space. A lot of server space, a lot of backend stuff that people just don't fucking get because they don't work in the tech world. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, drives me nuts. I saw actually a... a but earlier about that. Somehow sort of Club Penguin had that in World War and World Warcraft doesn't. Well Club Penguin was also a basic ass bitch game. It was. Yeah. It was a den of pedophiles as well. <laughs> okay. True story. Oh, I think I saw something earlier. It was a meme online that said, just add multiplayer underneath that had like everything that goes into adding multiplayer yeah, in the game. It, it's actually like a huge undertaking it's to add anything to a video huge game. Huge undertaking. You've got fucking team three four three over here actually contracting out another game development service just for their multiplayer because they can't handle it. Now think about that and Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts 4 is switching engines. Think about all the work that goes into that. Right. I, I mean, think you can do a little bit more overlap between Unreal Engine 4 and Unreal Engine 5. I'm probably. sure there's some way to I'm sure that, easily transfer that moving forward. Because Epic Games the thing about Unreal Engine 4 seems to, 5 seems to be the the ease of kind of access to it. Right. So maybe there there is some sort of way but like it's insane the amount of work they put into yeah. making anything in a game. Game development is hard, people. Like, I remember hearing, I don't remember if it was, like, there's something about, like, making, like, go, like making a character underneath the covers is actually the hardest shit in the world. Like, if they're, like, laying in a bed in a cutscene, it's hard as shit to put them under the covers. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's, and even, like, uh, Naughty Dog, when they had the scene where that dude takes off his shirt, like, that's crazy, insane work that goes into that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of work. There's also a lot of work. Like, people just don't get it. Just add the thing. Okay. You have the hundreds of hours and hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars just to pour yeah. into the one thing that you want? Hmm? It takes like 900 hours to improve the lighting in the game. You think they're going to add multiplayer <laughs> in like a month? Right. Good luck. People are fucking nuts. Yeah. Crazy. It's like, oh, why doesn't Halo Infinite have co-op yet? Because they're having issues with it. That's why I don't... This is why FPS problems don't bother me as much. Because I, I, I think about it, I was like, how hard is it to even get make a game run? You know what I mean? It's hard. It's it's difficult. Like yeah. it's annoying when frame drops happen, but like they made it work in some way. Right. <laughs> like backend magic. Yeah. I was amazed by that stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like uh, like VFX, like full VFX, cinematics, trailers, and all that. I'm like hundreds of hours that people put into these damn things. Yeah, and it's just to hire people for the most part. Yeah, it's <laughs> like nuts. it's crazy. Nuts. Whole studios just devoted to making VFX. Uh, Cinematics and trailers for other games. Think about the amount of time that went into the Wolverine teaser trailer. Oh, good. Like, that had to be insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They probably spent days on him popping his claw alone. Yep, probably. <laughs> like, remember they just stole the tech from X Men for that? <laughs> I wonder. Maybe. Just Man, maybe. I'm so excited for that game. Um, well, what else is going on in the news? You got a little snippets throw in? Anything that really caught your eye the past week? Not really. I mean, you know, it's Activision stuff. Um, Ubisoft kind of exploring the private equity world there. Yeah. Which I, is really bad for them as a development hole. Yeah, it's not looking for Ubisoft right now. Uh, today they announced Project Q. I wonder what that Q stands for. Could it be Quartz? Oh, God. I didn't even know. Was this an NFT game? I did not see that. Oh, God. Some of the Sega Super Game stuff is kind of coming to fruition. They yeah. announced the Jet Set Radio kind of thing. Was that announced or was it just rumored? That might be just rumored. I just caught the snippet of it. Because I have heard I heard rumors of Xbox working with them on that stuff. Yeah? 
That's cool. I don't know if that's official or not. I didn't hear it from any official channels. It's just mostly like hearsay mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, man, I would love a new Crazy Taxi game. I was never big on Crazy Taxi, but like, give me that Jet Set Radio. Yeah, for sure. I love Crazy Taxi. I love Se- I love Sega. Like Sega's a great company. They make great games. Uh, Sonic Origins, another remake of Sonic the Hedgehog. First four games coming out. Yep, that has cr- insane DLC. That I've, there's like animations on that menu that you can buy. <laughs> Just dumb as hell. I'm like, damn, dude, what the hell? Hey, remember the first DLC, Horse Armor? Yeah, <laughs> the Horse Armor thing. We loop back. It was around. like Mountain Blade Two or whatever it was. Somehow we loop back around. Oh, God. To Horse Armor level shit. Uh, everyone fucking hated that shit. Yeah, good. Now it's rife. <laughs> I hate everything. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> I don't. I don't really remember anything much else, man. Uh, I noticed that Kojima is posting a lot of clocks this week. Clock Tower, baby, let's go! I don't think it's Clock Tower. No, no. He's, whatever he's working on, he's working on. Nobody gives a shit about that game. Clock Tower or <laughs> Kojima's game? Because I very much don't care about Kojima's next I game. I mean, Clock Tower. Yeah, Clock. No. Clock I, Tower is like a super niche speedrunning community. I, that's about it. That's I like clocks. Clock Tower for like what it did for horror games because right. it is kind of like it. It did without Clock Tower, we probably wouldn't have Resident Evil. Or, like, any of that. Was so. it Resident Evil first? No. No? No. Uh, Clock Tower was way before that. Really? Yes. Wow, I did not know that. Sweet Home was technically the game that um, inspired Resident Evil. Yeah, Clock Tower, I think, I believe Clock Tower was on DOS. Oh, geez, yeah. Initial release date, 1995. My bad. Yeah. I was thinking, like, the PS era no. <laughs> Clock Tower games. No, those games are bad. <laughs> Fun to watch speedrun though. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else in the news. Yeah. Someone's gonna yell at us in our emails. Like, Why did you talk about this? I'm like, I'm sorry. It's Just write wrong. in, write in at askcomicclub at gmail dot com and say, hey, you missed this news story. You should talk about it, and we'll do it. It's been a long and rough week. Please forgive me if I don't remember the news. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I was a lot more focused on Paxis than I yeah. was at, <laughs> and like I was swamped at work this week too. Yeah. This is like. It's moving to this new job has really cut down on my ability to keep up with gaming yeah. news by a lot. Which is fair. It's fair. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll have to from now on, like when I'm home, keep more of an eye on it. Right. I got work on that too. That's yeah. uh, okay. I'll work on whitelisting things. Anyway, as for big game releases this week, there really isn't no, any. There's one that I want to talk about. I don't know if it released this week or not, but I played it. Okay. What is really it? Nice. What are you going to talk about? Tell me stories. A little game came out on Game Pass this week. What's that? It's called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Ah, yes. So, do you know what this game is, Frank? I don't know a damn thing, but I've heard about it. So, do you like Link's Awakening? I've never really been big on those games, to be honest. Do you know what it is, though? Yeah, of course. It's it's Link's it's It is basically that kind of Zelda game. Okay, okay. But it has this sense of humor that's awesome. It's really funny. Uh, I enjoy the aesthetic. I enjoy, like, the, the dialogue is fun. This game came out two years ago originally. It, it did? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. It didn't come out this one. But I'm, I'm playing it because it came to Game it Pass. It came to Game Pass, though. Yeah. So, playing this game, it's got great sense of humor. Yep. It, it, it's going places I didn't think it would go to. Okay. So you're um, saying I should give it a shot? I think you should give it a shot. Is it better than Tunic? I like it better than Tunic. <laughs> I don't know if it's a better game. Are those two... Two games, just a little too different. They're they just, too different. They're too different. They seem the same on the surface, but below it all, it's Tunic, different games. Tunic really only bother, borrows the combat aspect of Zelda. Okay. This 
is like the puzzle solving and stuff like that mostly. Well, Tunic has a ton of puzzles in it. Yeah, I mean, there's combat in Turn of Boy commits taxation, but like, it, it's good. It's a really good game. It's very, very set in the 2020 kind of mind mindset. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense. It goes some places, some depressing places, but you know, <laughs> but you know, not. Not depressing and awe, more like, oh, that's not good. Right. <laughs> um, I, li- I like this game a lot. I'm enjoying it. Um, that's good. And I also pl- been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Birth by Sleep, right? Birth you're by still Sleep on, for you're the still first in Terra time. Story? Yes, I'm still on Terra Story. I just beat the Stitch World. Oh, you're okay. You're getting there then. Yeah, I'm getting up there. Um, I really, I really enjoy a lot of these worlds. I do not like the... This is the worst Olympus level in all Kingdom Hearts, I It's think. not the greatest. Because like, it's just that, like, that horde mode, and then you're done. Yeah. And then... But a character shows up who I was not expecting. Uh, you can talk about that game is super old at this point. Zach? Zach. Yeah, Zach shows up, yeah. And it's great. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad I had to do that, and you're here. That seems like a reward. Uh, but you yeah. will see him again in the series. Good. Good. You will see him again. I, I, I just... I love this game so far. It's really good. Uh, my only real complaint about it is I feel like the combat feels a little bit too heavy at times, but it might just be Terra. The combat feels heavy? Yeah. It what might just mean? be Terra, where it feels slower than other Kingdom Hearts oh, games. yes. Terra is the slowest out of the three. Yeah. Ease your bruiser. But I, you know, I enjoy the Keyblades I've gotten so far, too. They all look pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. And the command deck nonsense that you can pull off of that is just crazy. Also, the the racing minigame was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll do that a lot. Uh, good. I enjoyed playing it. It was fun. Uh, yeah, you will go through each world three times. Okay. For all, all three. They don't... You might hit them at different times. Maybe? I'm sure I will see, I will see different aspects of that story playing yes, out. Yes, you will. I'm trying to remember... Is there a world or two you don't go to per each character? I can't remember. I thought you hit them all, but I, there may be one the or only, two worlds you don't hit with a certain character. The only world I haven't been to is Mirage Arena. I don't know what that is. It's just this world that's kind of hanging out. Maybe you just haven't been there yet. Yeah. I, I haven't remember. been there, but I can still progress without going to it. Yeah, that might be one of those that... It sounds like the place where you replay minigames. Oh. It, it might. Um... But yeah, I enjoy it a lot. A lot of cool pulls for Di- for Disney characters, like sin- like the princesses are like forefront, which I don't think even one or two does that. Like you go to their worlds, but not all of them. I don't think you don't definitely don't go to Sleeping Beauty's world in the first two. I think. No, you don't. You don't. Most of these worlds you don't see. Yeah. In any other game, the Mirage Arena. I was looking out. I remember that. It's like the Golden Saucer, basically. Oh. Okay. It's like mini game central. It's not really important to the story at all. You go there. Okay, that's why game. I don't have to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at. I'm like, ah, what the fuck is that? That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically, the only world that's got any overlap is Hades, Olympus. Yes. Olympus. Yeah, that's about it. All the other ones are original to that game. It, yeah. Two is still the best Olympus Coliseum, I think. I, I think. I'd have to replay one in order to make that call, but that's one I remember enjoying the most. One is really good, but probably because I have the best memory of that one because I speedrun the game a little bit. I'm going to play one after I finish Birth by Sleep. Well, yeah, that's the next step. Of course you're going to play one next. Yeah, exactly. You can't do it in order, man. Chronological order. I'm only only watching the the cuts. I've decided I'm only watching cutscenes for 358 days or two days because I don't know if I have patience for that. To play it, actually play it. No, don't don't play that one or recode it. Don't do it. I don't wanna. I don't wanna like. 
the thing about those two games is I don't want to sully my memories of 58. Of bad handheld games? Yeah, because I really love the PSP. I really love it. It's one of my favorite systems. But I don't want to sully my memories of the PSP. Remember, Birth by Sleep was a Vita game, PSP game, whatever? Yeah. And now it plays so much better on the console. Yeah, because you don't have to play it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm going to end all of this probably with playing 3, obviously. And Dream Drop Distance, obviously. Yeah, and Dream Drop Distance. Just a surprisingly fun game, because it's Kingdom Hearts slash Pokemon. Yeah. And it's got cool worlds. They do have really cool worlds, actually. Yeah. I was a fan of those worlds. You got world the Fantasia world is fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. They finally got the Fantasia. And that was really cool. I do really enjoy that world. But yeah, I will also be starting my Birth by Sleep. I kind of already started, but that was half-cocked, and it was really late at night when I started, so... We might have to do a quick restart of that one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to be going through on critical mode. Okay, I'm playing on easy because I don't Yeah, yeah, don't as, you should, as you should. <laughs> but, like, I've beaten the game already. Like, I've, I've done through all of standard on those characters. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the next step. I'm going to hit these games on critical mode as much as possible. Yeah. That's going to be my goal to, like, really either get really frustrated or get good at the games. I yeah. don't know. We'll see what actually happens here. Yeah. Well, it'll be a good challenge for me. I played something else, but I don't remember. I played sm- a lot of Smite because I was like, it's, it was late at night, and I don't have a job anymore. So I was like, well, I gotta find something to like fill late nights because I don't have to sleep really that much. Uh, all your single player games. How's Tales of Arise going? Eh, I'm not going back. Probably. <laughs> it's too anime. I have this problem with anime games where well, they're like, awesome. They're awesome, but some of them are like a little much. And I think Tales is a little much. I feel like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is going to be a little much. Yeah, uh, that's my worry. Like, Kingdom Hearts is perfect because it melds so many things together. I'm like, right. okay, I can yeah. deal with this. Yeah. But sometimes when it's too anime, I feel like it's just like, it would be like tasting pure caca- cacao, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the chocolate's great, but I don't want to taste the ingredients. Well, you don't want that vanilla extract on your tongue? No, I don't. <laughs> I want all of it mixed together and making a good chocolate. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I understand that. Yeah, okay, we're going to do our Kingdom Hearts playthroughs. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be good stuff, good stuff. But a lot of the releases this week, it's kind of like, it's Turn Up Boy coming to Game Pass. Snacks is coming to Game Pass. Oh, yeah. This week. Uh, I can finally beat Snacks. Yeah. Uh, Nobody Saves the World is going cross-platform. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, Road 96. Like, this is a week where, like, all the other games I've, that were, like, console or I've heard are, like, just going everywhere. I've heard Road 96 is very good. Yeah, I've heard that, too, actually. And I'm excited to actually play it. So, it's just, that's just kind of what's going on this week. There's nothing really big happening. Yeah. Which is okay. It's PAX East week. I get it. Who wants to release a game during PAX East? I mean, we're, we're approaching June, and that is going to be when starts things start ramping up, I think. Again? Yeah. Because we're going to be approaching summer, and then, like, there's not a whole lot for holiday this year. So far. Yeah, so those dates need to be filled, and I think there's going to be some bangers. I think Front Mission is still slated for the summer, isn't it? I believe so. Hell yeah. I'm excited to play that, too. Give me more tactics RPGs. Goddamn love Front Mission. Oh, so much. Cannot wait. It's going to happen. I'm going to hate it because it's going to be so hard. (laughs) All right, Frank. What have you played this week? What have I played this week? Let me tell you about all the games I played at PAX East this week. It was a lot of fun. Had Had a blast. So, got a tiny taste of Tiny Teens Wonderland, which is uh, great. Excited to play that eventually. <clears throat> I uh, tried again a game called Phantom Brigade, which yeah. is oh, a, uh, okay. kind of a front mission-esque I, game. I remember seeing this game. Uh, it looks really cool. You get to like put movements and attacks on a timeline. 
Oh, okay. And, and it kind of like you go per turn. It's like a five second turn that happens, but you like have to map out what you're doing when on the turn. That's that's interesting. So you can kind of see like where's your unit gonna go? What's gonna happen? What are you gonna attack? Um, and that's what the combat is. It's really cool, but it's also really in depth because like you can do loadouts for all your mechs. Like it's a whole like. CRTS basically, where you have to like kind of slowly start taking over parts of the map. It's like this is a really in-depth game that's actually still in early access after a couple years now. So I like I can't do justice to this kind of game in like a twenty-minute demo. Yeah, I need like four hours to just get into like the really nitty-gritty of this kind of game. That's fair. That's fair. So like, okay, this is cool. This is fine. This is fine. Um, played so many tiny little indie games. So much fun. Uh, there's one called Brave Eduardo, where you like play as Brave this... Eduardo. Yeah, Brave Eduardo. Look it up online. You play as this little bear. <clears throat> uh, it's, it's like this little action RPG kind of game. Uh, we saw it on the show floor, which is like the artist and the developer was right there. So that was really kind of cool. And they have like a little card game with it. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Uh, there's another game I tried called Nova. It was just like this hmm. this developer brother pair that are like trying to like retake the kind of the World of Warcraft formula and put it into like a single player game with oh, some multiplayer oh, aspects. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, I'm interested in that. Yeah, so there's like these five elemental classes you can play, and you can kind of switch between two elements on the fly. Uh, I got my ass handed to me continuously because I think I think the monsters are a little overtuned right now. Sure, but uh, still enjoyed it. I'd okay. love to see the final. Products. That's an interesting premise. Yeah, it's, like, it was a great premise. I'm like, I would like to see more of this because like you can build combos off of like your base. So is it like things? It's not the same combat though, right? No. Okay, it's, it's just kind of the basic idea for classes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's still like your action RPG formula though, where you yeah. got like All six right. buttons that you can hit and like that's interesting. Do them in order, that's but good. like if you hit your combo just right, your final button is like this huge, massive damage dealer like yeah i like that the fire class is like you summon a fire dragon that does all this fucking damage hell yeah yeah that was great that was really cool actually uh played a little game called uh something in space it was like a little shoot 'em up game for ipads and ios where you control a ship and it's like a, a shoot 'em up as you go across but the really neat thing is you control the uh the width of your ship beam Using your uh, thumb and forefinger, so like you could have a like really finite beam, or you could like make it shoot out like almost cover the entire That's screen. That's pretty cool. It was really cool. I really want to see the rest of this game come out. Uh, I forget the full name of it, something in space, but it was it was really neat. I fucking loved it. Really Muppets enjoyed in that. space. That's what it was. <laughs> Weapons in space. Yeah, it's playing so much. Uh, have you heard of a game series called? K.O. the Kangaroo. I have heard K.O. the Kangaroo. They are coming out with a remaster. Yes, I saw that. A remake, I should say. And I got to try it out on the floor yesterday. And you know what? It is such a harken back to the PS2 mascot era. I really yes. enjoyed it. I unabashedly I, I love those kind of games, honestly. Yeah, so did I. I'm like, I got to try it I don't know fans. if I could ever go back to them, but like, I do I do love the memories of them a whole lot. It was it was really good. I like It was felt really polished. It yeah. felt like it was like ready to release at least the, the, the demo I played uh, had a ton of fun with it like just collecting coins finding secret areas finding things I like... played 2 a whole lot on PS2 yeah that game was good so it feels like once again they're, they're just channeling that nostalgia real hard this year it's like oh let's harken back to the yeah. PS2 mascot era I had heard sort of rumblings of making another one yeah supposedly and it's happening yeah I played it it's great yeah. so much fun give me more 
I was like, I am ready for this game to come out day one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love I'm excited for Clonoa. Clonoa got a release date. We forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. July 8th, right? Yeah. So th- I'm going to be streaming that when that comes out. Once um, again, the year of nostalgia. This is the year yeah. of the PS2 mascot era. Coming back, baby. That's right. Sly Cooper, come back, please. Come on. Please, come on. Come, come on. on. Sucker Punch. Let's, let's do it. Please, Sucker Punch. Please, Sucker Punch. I, oh want, an- I want another one. God, what else did I play on? Th- I just played so many games. So many games. There's a really cool game called uh, Writer's Block. Writer's Block. Writer's Block. It is a roguelike game where you have to use words to defeat enemies. And you kind of have like a boggle square in order to choose those the letters to make the words to defeat the enemies. Okay. I thought that was like, right. that was really That's cool. Yeah. Uh, we played another game called uh, Swap It Showdown, which is like kind of a... Swap It Showdown. Swap okay. It Showdown. It's pretty much a, uh, a puzzler, uh, like a Tetris-esque kind of puzzler where, or a match three kind of thing where you and another person do multiplayer and you battle, but like every anime girl has different abilities, so like... Oh, anime girls. <clears throat> Got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It was still a puzzler, but like every anime girl has different abilities, so like... Uh, one character, like, you'll have uh, the ability to switch blocks on between three blocks. Another character, you have four blocks, but they rotate every time you hit the button to rotate the block. So, like, everyone's a little bit different. All right. That was really cool. Really enjoyed that. God, this is... Uh, I should have brought the cards with me. I played so many. Uh, <laughs> I played a really cool game called Spookware. Have you heard of this game? Spookware. Spookware. This sounds right up my alley. It is hilarious. I played for 10 minutes, like, I am fucking in, baby. Let's go. It's a game that's already out on Steam. Highly recommend. Hey, Hunter, do you like WarioWare games? I do love WarioWare. This is an independent WarioWare-esque yes. game. Yes, this is what I wanted to hear. You play as a trio of skeleton boys named Lefty, Mitty, and Writing. Yes, yeah. And you go uh-huh. through their little adventures. You're speaking my language. It's really funny. The humor is off the fucking charts. The, there's so much personality to this game. It's so good. There's little micro games you do to like complete little missions here, there, and everywhere. And you know what? It's already out on Steam. Want how much it is? How much? Nine ninety nine. I gotta look this up. Right? This. It, it was so I need good. To look at this game. I only played for ten minutes on the developer. I'm like, I'm in. How do I get this game? Yeah. Where is it? Like, oh, it's already on Steam. Like, it's a wish. I'm like, fucking, let's go, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this game. <laughs> yeah. It was. I'm like, I, I, God, I'm so looking forward to playing this game. <laughs> like, really just sitting down and just going through all of it. Oh, God, it was so funny. It's, it's Warrior Rare humor. The personality was there. Uh, the micro games were really kind of fun and kind of dumb. <laughs> it, was, it was great. I'm like, this is right up my alley. The dumbass hell writing. I, I love it. Oh, hell so yeah. good. So good. Uh, check out a little platformer called Hoa. It's a really beautifully hand drawn uh, puzzle platformer where you play as a little person and you're running around with this big. Almost like Ghibli style forest world, trying to get you know from left to right, but it's it's gorgeous. Uh, also already out. Look that one up on Switch. Cannot wait to play it. You like on the forest. You have these little beetles. You have to have you fall around, like do stuff and jump. Around. Oh, it was so good. I really enjoyed it. So good, so good. Uh, a bunch of other tiny ga- other games. I just cannot remember the top of my head right now. Should have brought the cards with me. Like I said, my mistake. Saw a bunch of other really cool things. Um, there was a game in the tiny build area called Asteragos, which is kind of a third-person action-adventure type game where you're this woman. I didn't really play it, but I kind of okay. saw it. Uh, you're going around, and it's you know it's, it's an action RPG. You beat enemies. You go through the world. It looks really gorgeous. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it, actually. So that's going to be really cool when that comes out. Kind of your um, kind of Keenan Bridge of Spirits kind of style. 
kind okay. of game. So that looks really cool. Once again, uh, coming back to the PS2 era, <laughs> action RPG style games <laughs> are a little of an update. There's another game I called that I didn't play, but it was called, I think, Eternal Return or something like that, where it basically like a mix of League of Legends plus like Diablo, which I just thought was this really weird concept. But it looked interesting. I think that's the name of it. I didn't, I didn't play it. I walked past a whole lot, though. But it was like, this game's not for me, but I could see the appeal of it if you're into those kind of games. Yeah. You know? Uh, that looked really cool for those people who kind of liked that thing. Why was always super long for that one. I'm like, I don't get it. What am I missing here? <laughs> I don't get it at all. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and also, here we go. We'll come back to the very last one I did. Evil West. Evil West, from yes. Focus the one I was most interested in. The one that you're most interested in. So... I posted a picture to our comic club Discord saying, hey, you know, like, here's the floor. And he's like, wait, Evil West is playable? Yeah. I was like, the fuck is Evil West? I yeah. haven't heard about this damn game. They showed it off in 2020, I think at the Game Awards? Or I at... think it was Summer Games Fest or something. Or Game Awards. Some, yes. Yeah, one like of those. That. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like Dark Watch, if people don't know what Dark Watch is. I actually don't remember what Dark Watch Dark, is. Dark Watch is a PS2 game, and it had a really cool aesthetic. It's not a very good game, but, like, the sort of the way it looks. Yeah. And I actually think that's how they use it to describe it on their own yeah. channel. Yeah. So, I got in line for Evil West. Longest line I waited. It was about an hour and a half wait. Played a lot of Celeste. That was fantastic. Sat down to play Evil West. It is a third-person action yep. game. Kind of the vein of God of War. Yep. Slash Dark Watch, I guess. Uh, it's brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, remember the Space Marine kind of like super bloodiness yep. to it? This is a focus entertainment thing. Uh, take that, ramp it up a couple times. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The combat feels solid. Yeah. It feels really good. Um, I played their 15-minute demo. Had a rifle, had a revolver, had my fists. Ton of fun. Uh, so you're going out with you like this abandoned cowboy west, wild west town, beating up on some bandits, killing a whole bunch of bandits. And like <clears throat> the whole thing kind of uh, then bleeds into the occult, basically. Yeah. So like that, I find myself in some caverns, find some demon monster type things, and trying to get past the barrier, and I get to the barrier, and then the guy we come with is like, starts saying things in Latin. I'm like, oh, that guy's a motherfucking vampire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see where this series is going, this game's going, all right, all right, I'm in. But yeah, the combat felt solid. It felt really good to play and just beat up on dudes. I, I was a big fan of it. So that was that was great. Yeah, I was beat the final game. boss. It took me three tries because I kind of kicked my butt a little yeah. bit. Yeah, because it was like the guy came over. He's like, "All right, you have one more chance to beat this boss." I'm like, "All right, I'm fucking dialed in. Let's do this." And I fucking did it. But like, there's levels to this game. There's a whole talent tree built into the player character. Yep. It's it was a lot of fun. It's cool as fuck. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is really cool. I'm like, I'm looking forward to this game coming out now. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Can't wait to play this. Yeah. I do hope they release a demo, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Yeah, it doesn't have a release date yet, I don't think. I also don't think it, it does. just says nebulously 2022, and I don't know if it's yeah. saying that. I could see this as a holiday release. Sure. It's going to get eaten alive if it's a holiday. Right? So that's basically like what I did at PAX. Uh, I played a lot of Celeste on the floor because it was an easy game to pick up and put down. Yep. So I, I actually like really dialed in on Celeste on the handheld mode for some reason. Why is Celeste there? Is it Creek? No, no, it was on my Switch. I was oh, playing on my Switch. Switch. Gotcha. Well, like we talked about earlier, there was a Crypto the Necrodancer. Yeah, that game there. came out like six years ago. I don't know why it was there, what it was connected to. I kind of forgot. 
But I, do like, I do like Crypt, though. Crypt is a great game. Uh, Exceed had a booth there. They had Rune Factory 5 going. Yep, yep. Uh, Love me some Rune Factory 5. Devolver had their stuff there, so like you could check out Trek to Yumi. There was a uh, Cult of the Lamb yep. um, playable was there, finally. They have, uh, you do, uh, what is the name of that game? Shredder's Revenge was there. Yes. DMNT yeah. Shredder's Revenge was there. Um, Woodjammers 2 you could check out. Cowabunga Collection? No. Not, not that part. Damn. Not, not that part. No, no, no. Damn. No, no. Uh, <clears throat> but like some Star Wars I didn't see these. There was no Brahalla, which is surprising because they're like always there for some reason. That seems like that game's kind of winding down. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, just Shapes and Beats is always there for some reason in the indie area. Yeah. Just chilling, doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Played, lot, played lots of cool little games. It was. PAX East is the way to go. Yeah. For indie game dev, just go and talk to them and just enjoy it all. I just, I just love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. Sounds like a good time. I mean, it was hey, a great you got to play time. Played a lot of cool games. Got to play Evil West. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know you're really psyched about that yeah. one. Yeah, I was. It, once I got in line, like once again, I wish I had done that line on Thursday because I had no idea. No idea it was gonna be so big, but it was good. It was worth it, I think, to get a sneak peek of that. Yeah, looking forward to it. I always gotta wait in one big line per year. It's like it's a it's required. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. Actually, the Kale Kangaroo line was actually pretty line long. That, that's not surprising. I think there's a lot of like underground kind of nostalgia for that character. Right. Because also they, some of these devs will put 15 minute demos. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, why? In Evil West, like, you only had four stations for Evil West and then all their other games for Focus Entertainment. I'm like, what are you doing? Add two more for Evil West. Don't that, that's crazy. That, that's the big PlayStation exclusive and there's only four stations. Yeah. Like, yeah that was a little surprising. But they had all their other games there too, like uh, Plague, Tale, Requiem. Uh, Riptide Challenges or something like that. Tide Challenge? Rip, Riptide oh, Challenges? Oh, I thought you were saying nope. Tide Challenge, like Tide, tide Pods. No. Nope. Yeah, there's a... Duh, there was a really neat first-person shooter that I saw. That, like, harking back to the old first-person, like, Doom days, but it was, like, obviously all ramped up. It was, like, Turbo... Turbo something. But it looked like... Turbo really... Team? No, not Turbo Team. I forget <laughs> the name of it. It looked really cool. I'm like, oh, I'd be into that. But, like, the line was always, like, a million miles long for this fucking game. I'm like, no way in hell. Not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it was solid. Sounds like fun. I enjoyed it. I always do. Yeah. Oh, what else did I play besides that? Uh, God, I played some World of Warcraft yeah, before of I left. <laughs> did, uh, did raiding on Tuesday. That was a good time. Got the yellow down again. Moved into Heroic. That was pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. Not, not really. Not really. Sounds like an eventful week. Yeah, it's been busy. So I don't know what I'm doing the rest of this weekend. It'll be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Got, you know, weekend's still young, man. It is still young. It's Lots of Kingdom Hearts you can fit in that. <laughs> Lots of critical mode BBS I can just completely get my ass kicked in. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Hey, remember that, like, intro aqua tutorial fight? Yeah. I lost that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not I, a good start. I trounced him. It was bad. Yeah, I bet it was great on beginner mode. Yeah. yeah. It's really easy to begin there. It's, it's yeah. critical moments. It's funny. Hour. The Heartless just kind of stand there sometimes. Like, man, they're really not trying. No, they don't. I'm sorry. It's the Unhinged in BBS, not the Heartless. Unburst. Unburst, that's right. Yeah. No, I'm Unhinged. Sorry about that. Yeah. We're all in a little Unhinged. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But on that note, I think it's time we should wrap up. Heck yeah. So, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Pod- Comic Club Podcast, same as Facebook. Uh, find us on Twitter at Young underscore Comic underscore and Frank Games Stetson. You can email us at askcomicclub at gmail.com. Uh, you're on iTunes. Leave us a review, and we might read it on the show. I haven't seen any. Um, I'm going to check again. 
If there are any, we'll talk about it next week. Absolutely. Please leave a review. That would be really helpful for us. And as always, remember, God bless the ring.